0: Welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast series. My name is Josephine Monberg, and I am your host. You are now listening to the COVID-19 special edition of our show. Welcome to our podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of our podcast. As you all know, because you just heard the introduction, we are taking a closer look at different industries and how each industry is being impacted by COVID-19. Today, we are looking at the automotive industry, and to help us better understand how this industry is being impacted, I'm joined by Raju, who is right now a little bit far away from me, but luckily an expert in the automotive industry. So I'm super excited that we can talk to Raju about what's going on. So Raju, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you, Josie. Glad to be here on this podcast
0: and raju what do you do at sap i mean you're an industry expert in the automotive industry what what's your role include
1: good question so uh, so as part of the industry automotive uh, business unit automotive i'm part of uh, the solution management so global solution management and my area of focus has been uh, customer experience so what we typically call uh, the customer-facing uh, processes. So it also includes the overall sales, service, marketing processes, and of course our uh, latest and newest uh, focus area, which is the experience uh, management. So focusing on that topic as well. So so I covered the North America and the South America region, but we as a whole, from an industry point of view, we are global organization. So, mm. and- uh, You also
0: have the global perspective Exactly. And- and where are you based? Where in the world are you sitting right now?
1: So I'm based in a beautiful suburbs of Detroit, so Motor City. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's about an hour's drive from the Detroit city mm-hmm. and uh, north, northwest corner of the <laughs> Detroit.
0: <laughs> so I'm sure you're usually very used to visiting customers and going out and meeting them in person. Now we're living in a totally different world where that's not possible. So I'm sure that's also having a huge impact on the automotive industry. So I'm so curious to know and to find out what's going on, but can we just, let's start very kind of broad and basic. So what is the impact that you're seeing right now on the automotive industry of COVID-19?
1: sure so let me put put in perspective where the industry stands today so today uh, the automotive industry accounts for close to 6% of the gdp of uh, in the united states and uh, we are talking about close to 7 plus million uh, jobs which are associated of you know with manufacturing the uh, vehicles uh, the dealers and the suppliers in this automotive ecosystem so having said that the industry has been in a in a bit of big shock, I would say, uh, because the demand for all the vehicles uh, has collapsed. Uh, and this has uh, led to some other challenges for the industry itself. So so as you might have heard or seen in the news, uh, the automo- automotive uh, OEMs and suppliers, and even the dealer groups you know, doing furloughs and layoffs, uh, which has caused a lot of uh, challenges to the economy, of course and not just that the whole experience uh, for the end consumer who were in the market say for buying a new vehicle has completely vanished or has completely kind of disappeared so so from from that point of view i think it has been a huge impact and slowly things uh, are going to come back as as we see uh, in other parts of the world uh, you know china coming up already and europe starting up as well so the other in- impact of course is the liquidity or the financial stability of these companies and uh, the close to what we see is a lot of uh, oems have taken uh, you know financial measures by some of these hard measures you know what what you know whether it's furloughs or you know job cuts or even uh, making people work from home of course where it's possible so so yeah, it's it's massive across. I would say the entire ecosystem.
0: Yeah, huge huge impact. I saw yeah. one of my friends lives in Los Angeles, and he posted a picture of how there's also almost no traffic. I feel like that just says everything about. Well,
1: that's <laughs> that's a that's a very good point, Josie, what you mentioned. So if you think about that, if uh, the traffic on uh, in our uh, freeways and the roads if they just disappeared the impact has been huge on that one where you don't see a, i think uh, there were like few examples uh, like one in india one in china where the where the pollution has just disappeared or vanished and you are able to breathe clean air so if you think about the number of vehicles which are impacting that it's just uh, completely a different perspective and you are right uh, there is no traffic it's unprecedented you know where it's so quiet in the yes the-
0: <laughs> exactly. And I'm and you bring up a good point there, too, because that's one of the, I would say, upsides of this current global pandemic is the uh, decrease in pollution, which, of course, is mainly or not, not mainly, but also caused by um, cars. So what's going on right now? What are you seeing in terms of what automotives are doing to respond? I mean, you speak with customers, I'm sure, not in person, but you still probably do a lot of uh, Zooming or uh, Skype calls. So what do you speak to your customers about now? Like, what are they doing to respond?
1: Yeah, so I think automotive actually jumped into action uh, across the board. And uh, if you... If we're talking to a lot of our customers, they reached out to us on how we can support them. So from an OEM point of view, I think nearly all the OEMs, so, uh, like, for example, Daimler in Germany, they looked at how they can leverage uh, their existing infrastructure with uh, 3D printers and how they can you know, quickly build the PPE uh, equipments. Uh, for example, face shields, they partnered with a few other entities within the organization to build uh, breathing aids which are needed for the hospital's and similarly jaguar land rover you know they use their current prototype building operations to print again pp equipment or the visors what they call which are needed for the nhs or the frontline staff and in the in the us of course uh, if if i just take two examples uh, ford and gm for example they jumped to help build the ventilators which are which were highly in demand in the sense of the need f- across the across uh, the united states uh, and and they were able to ramp this up within I think uh, three weeks uh, from the idea and taking an existing plant for example in the case of GM they partnered with a company called Ventec and uh, they were able to set that up and they are now uh, planning to produce uh, close to I think ten thousand ventilators uh, already so they are they are at that scale. And similarly, GE is also responding to this challenge, uh, whether it's respirators, isolation gowns, or masks, or face shields, uh, you know, they are also, uh, you know, going uh, all the way. And similarly, uh, not just the OEM, the suppliers are also working with it. So, for example, VW, for example, worked with Forasia to build these uh, some of these equipments, and they provided this to, uh, say, the New York City uh, Center, where one of the, you know, hardest-hit uh, for this uh, you know, around this COVID situation, mm. so so I think automotive has kind of responded in a very very positive way, I would say, yeah. and uh, they continue to look f- uh, in the ways to help through this pandemic.
0: Yeah, that's amazing to hear, and I do see that across some industries that they're taking the challenges and turning them around to say how can we help and how can we restructure our business right now to better. React, respond, and help out. What are some of the challenges that the automotive industry is facing right now? That's different from before COVID nineteen. I maybe would give you a little hint. Uh, what I've heard a lot is how supply chain um, chains are being disrupted. Is that I'm assuming that's also something you're seeing in the automotive industry?
1: Yes, you, you're absolutely right. One of the big challenges what we are seeing is there are multiple multiple pro, multiple problems in that in the situation. So. Uh, The reason is uh, because of the collapsed demand, the OEMs have already built up a set of inventory. So they do have a lot of inventory, which is in their dealerships, which, you know, which needs to be, of course, they need to make money out of that. But at the same time, if they now want to restart, uh, for example, in U.S., the restart happens next Monday. And uh, so GM, Ford and others are going to start. Uh, they need to make sure that their uh, suppliers are viable and they are ready to provide the right components and parts. And so there we see a challenge where uh, either the suppliers are in the state that they are not ready yet, or they are just getting ready. So some of the suppliers opened up this week, uh, trying to you know ramp up some of their production so that they can be ready to supply to the OEMs. So I think that will be one of the big challenges in the next. I would say two to three months because they need to be slow in ramping up the production. And one of the news coming out from China, I was also something similar where one of the plants had to be shut down because, or at least uh, I would say for two days or three days because of one of the shortages in, in some of the parts and components coming across from the suppliers. Similarly, uh, I heard uh, VW, for example, in uh, Europe last week, had to kind of slow down their uh, production because the demand is a little bit vanished in a sense. Uh, they don't have like a quick demand yet, so so they're they're looking at that. And of course, uh, there is uh, another challenge, which is to make sure that the employees feel safe, you know, coming mm. back to work. And it's yeah. not you know everybody's eager. I think this uh, the time off, if you want to call it, has also impacted on how you know employees and. Uh, workers are looking at what should I be doing maybe I should be looking at some other industry or maybe I should be looking at some other possibilities during Mm -hmm. this pandemic yeah
0: so huge big challenges of course and also something where businesses have to look ahead and say what can we do to go back to to come back from this um in 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 thinking in new ways so what about when you look at you know um, technology? Because I think that technology has a huge role to play in all of this. I've seen across all industries so far that it's really this COVID-19 crisis has really accelerated digital transformation for, I'd say, almost all industries. So what are you seeing right now in terms of what the role uh, technology plays in all of this?
1: I, I think technology plays a, a huge uh, role here. And I think that that is uh, that is shown based on some of the responses which we have seen. So some of the companies who are able to quickly transform or pivot to another manufacturing, uh, whether it's PPE manufacturing or ventilators, whatever you want to call it, they were able to do that because of some of the technologies which were already there and where they needed support. So they had, a, I would say, the, the foundational tools to help them on the On the extreme side of uh, I would say the the front front-facing size where the actual vehicles are sold, there are few uh, companies and uh, dealer groups or the dealerships which were able to leverage the online aspects of the sales, where the digital sales were more convenient where they could deliver the vehicles to the customer's home not just that even the servicing aspect because a lot of uh, fleets and companies uh, or even the personal cars which needed to be serviced whether it's frontline workers or uh, other uh, emergency providers there was a need to service them so so the customers or the companies which had those tools were able to stay operationally you know well off i would say so they were able to move forward with those and and the companies which are challenged are the companies which are facing uh, a lack of tools to kind of see uh, for example uh, just uh, the liquidity as uh, you know as one example you know uh, am i am i able to see my entire supply chain even though it's a it's a mature industry automotive but there are uh, segments within the supplier tier one tier two where visibility into the operations is less. And so there are uh, areas where definitely they can improve upon. So technology definitely plays, I would say, a huge role here. Because I think without that, I think they will be, I would say, going going a little bit blind.
0: Yeah, into the next uh, next phase of, of the pandemic. Exactly. Yeah. And what about if we look into the future? Um, we've talked a lot about what's going on now, the challenges and how they're responding and, and also reimagining on a more maybe short term their business models. But if we look ahead beyond COVID-19 and, you know, coming out of this crisis, I guess two questions. One, how do you see the car buying uh, and service experience changing, service experience changing in the future? Because I have a feeling it will change. And also, what should businesses do to be better prepared for, let's say, if there's another crisis, another pandemic, or any other crisis. I'm assuming that technology plays a huge role in all of this, too. So, in general, if you just talk about what you think will happen in the future and if automotive will reimagine their business models.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll start with that uh, last one first, uh, which is yeah, definitely there will be a reimagination on the, on the whole uh, vehicle sales. Uh, all the selling process or the experience on that one for sure uh, i think more and more uh, customers will be more kind of feel more comfortable with uh, more of the digital or the, i would say the touchless experience what they expect from their uh, uh, f- from this process So today uh, I I would say the end mile or the last step of a typical sales process is always challenging. You know, you're spending hours at the dealerships. So that process I think will dramatically change due to this uh, pandemic. On the manufacturing side, uh, when we look at the the OEMs, I think they will be going through a complete uh, transformation in that sense is yes, they will be looking at how best they can keep their employees and the the you know the safety of the employees and the the protocols which are needed going forward because I think this pandemic is not going to be uh, gone uh, tomorrow so it will exactly. be and it will have an impact I would say for uh, f- a few more uh, months and or maybe another year so I think so there will be a fundamental shift in how the worker's safety is taken into account uh, uh, the layout maybe even some of the of the factories and then of course from a uh, from a financial point of view i think scenario planning what we call you know the financial scenario planning probably will take more of a president where the oems and the customers will uh, sorry the the companies would look at that holistically to kind of prepare for any other downturns in in this uh, in this economy uh, due to uh, pandemic or due to another crisis which which is on the horizon so i think that's where the digital tools uh, will come in handy and uh, uh, and some of our customers are basically, uh, uh, you know, using some of our tools to kind of, you know, be proactive. So uh, one of the examples with one of our large German OEMs, using some of our AI and RPA tools to kind of uh, make sure that the the smaller suppliers get paid on time because, you know, their survivability is impacting, you know, their operations. Mm. Uh, Similarly, you know, another large OEM, for example, used one of our tools such as Ariba Discovery to make sure that they are able to supply to their uh, PPE manufacturing or the ventilator manufacturing and and make sure that that is uh, addressed and that can be shared across their supplier network, for example. So I think uh, I would say we will see these changes coming through and and automotive is pretty resilient from an industry point of view, so we will uh, see uh, changes and shifts in this in this industry for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, and then, as as you know, there is industry itself is getting transformed because of the, I would say, the electrification and the and the other needs. So the the autonomous, uh, shared, and the electrification needs. Uh, uh, so I think we we are going to see more disruptions here. Uh, so maybe a few merges, a uh, few acquisitions happening as well, or more collaborations uh, to put it in a, in a more positive way, I would say.
0: More collaboration uh, yes. specifically. And what about industry 4.0? Does that play, uh, will that be accelerated, I guess, also due to COVID-19?
1: so so that's a that's a very good point so uh, industry 4.0 will definitely play a role uh, in the in the sense for large automakers uh, because the automation continues to be uh, one of the topics which the oems are of course taking it seriously and going forward the, the this pandemic probably has accelerated uh, this digitization or the, the concepts of Industry 4.0 for some of the big suppliers. And they are looking at it seriously because they have been putting it off for whatever reasons, mm-hmm. if you want to yeah. call it, uh, because of the financial crunch. But now that will probably accelerate in certain sectors, but may not be so much in the case of uh, lower tier uh, suppliers in that. So so we see some impacts coming from that as, also.
0: Mm. it's interesting how COVID-19 in two very different areas is accelerating and transforming if you look at the digital part the digital transformation but then if you look at the human side of things it's also changing how we go to work and I think also almost how human beings think right because suddenly people might not want to travel as much as much as they used to. They might not want to go to as many stores as they used to. So it's really having this huge impact, both digitally, but also just on the human experience. So I really think that's something that spans across all industries and that industry leaders and uh, company leaders need to really seriously think about. So... Raju, thank you so much for coming on our show. It was so interesting to talk to you. And I really enjoyed getting so many insights about the automotive industry because I think it's such a fascinating industry because it's I mean, obviously hugely impacted um, during this time that we're living in right now. So thank you for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, Josie, for having me on. Thank you.
0: And to all of those who listened to this episode, thank you so much for listening in. Hopefully, I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. Please subscribe to our channel, Industry Insights by SAP at OpenSAP, Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. To learn more about what SAP is doing to help you cope in COVID-19, you can go to sap.com about global health safety and find free access to select SAP software, tools to support your business, and much more. Stay safe, everyone.